As far as poverty and economics and things like that, yeah, this is, it's Eastern Kentucky, man. You know, it is the way it is for a reason and it doesn't have to stay that way. It doesn't have to stay that way. The unemployment rate in Ashland is 40%. That means people are struggling. Struggling to keep the power on, to pay the rent, and to buy food. The hope is not in economics, the hope is in Jesus. And we're gonna give him that hope and say, you know, he'll supply all your needs. And that's what gets us back to Grow Team is he will supply all your needs. Stories of Hope is a podcast about people who meet needs, build relationships, and change lives. In this episode, Renee Parsons and Central Baptist Church are reaching their neighbors in hard-on-its-luck Ashland, Kentucky by teaching them to grow things, even in their own backyards. This is Stories of Hope from Send Relief, Episode 12, Second Chances and Second Steps. At 9 o'clock this morning, I saw a man who lost his job yesterday. At 10.15, I saw a woman who came in looking for utility assistance. I saw a young man who came in for work who just finished rehab. I had a meeting with a local businessman about some things for Grow Team. That's, that was today. All of that was today. Uh, that's, that's the ministry. That's the mission. Renee Parsons is the executive director of Hope Central that sits in a low-profile house behind Central Baptist Church. It's the place where people come when they are ready to take a next step. We provide the second step. So if you have already been stabilized, out of rehab, out of prison, you've already gotten your food box, you've already gotten that stabilization care that you need, then you can come over to us and we can help you take that second step to, so that you don't ever have to get another food box again. After 20 years of ministry, Renee and her husband Rob came back to their hometown to do something different, not ministry. They had been hurt by their previous church, so they started a family business and moved on with life. Central Baptist Church in Ashland was on its way out of ministry too. They asked Rob and Renee to help them come and close the doors. They were at that time about nine people strong, everybody over 70, two over 90, and three over 90. Rob started closing ministries that the church had done for years. All that was left was Sunday morning services and intense Bible study on Sunday and Wednesday nights. And a funny thing happened. The church did not die, and the Parsons were back in ministry. They all got a second chance. The church started to grow, not by leaps and bounds, by ones and twos. And as time went on, we went from about nine to about 25. And then the church started to look alive. People started to take an interest. The town of Ashland could use a second chance too. The coal industry has shut down and much of the area is still reeling from the opioid crisis. Some of the people who had noticed the change in the church were people looking for help. But Central Baptist was still small and had no money to give. So instead, Renee came up with a list of other places that could help. And if it was cold, she'd give them a ride in the church van. That was it. That was all we did. We didn't give them money. We didn't give them anything else. We told them where they could go, you know, and we'd pray with them and, and that kind of thing. It turns out that knowledge was valuable. And the other agencies and ministries had started to notice Central Baptist too. The agencies we were sending them to 
would stabilize them and send them back to us. They're like, well, you know where to go. So now that you've got food, go back to Central Baptist and they'll help you find whatever you got to find next. And uh, that became the beginning of this ministry. When I got out of jail, I was at that point in my life, I thought I was never going to amount to anything, that nobody needed me. So uh, I done a half a gram of heroin. I tried to kill myself. And I got, woke up the next morning by my daughter, and that's when I realized, you know, I'm here for a reason. Amber Sammons needed a second chance, or maybe a third or fourth. For years, she had struggled with heroin addiction. Most of her life, she had been in and out of jail for using and dealing drugs. Looking for help, she reached out to the pastor of the church she once attended. The pastor called Hope Central. He says, hey, I'm sending you this girl, and she's she's great, but she's a drug addict, and, and she's got problems, but she's been homeless for about a week, and so she's been living rough. And can you help her find a place to live? And I went, yeah, that's what we do. I don't think I'll ever forget that day. Uh, she talked to me, and I mean, it seemed like everything was solved within just a matter of minutes. It was, I was like, wow, this is so easy. It was quick. In a matter of weeks, Amber had a job, a place to live, and her daughter was back with her. Meanwhile, Central Baptist, that not too long ago was just nine people over 70, three over 90, now had a youth group and a youth minister. He kind of came to me and he said, I got, I got this idea, Renee. <laughs> he goes, the kids in the youth group, a lot of them are not eating fresh vegetables. And why don't we have a little garden here and we open it up to our youth group. If you'll let me have the back of the, you know, the, the house and we'll just do it. We'll have food for our Wednesday night din dinners. And these kids will learn to kind of be connected to their food and they won't be scared to eat something like yellow squash. As it turns out, Amber had a bit of a green thumb. So she started heading up the gardening part. This one might hold maybe four or five tomato plants. That's why we're putting those in buckets, though. One plant for each bucket. Well, I grew up out in the country. You know, I have the experience with uh, farming, gardening. My mom, you know, she always had, we always planted flowers, vegetables, every year, you know, it was always a big thing. You could put, you know, maybe three different plants in this box. That's where you start, good yeah. soil. You can think of yourself as the good soil. How are you going to grow, you know? And we can put that into what we're teaching people about the plants, to way we can also teach them how they can grow as a person. Then Central's youth minister had a new idea. What if they expanded Grow Club to adults? What if they invited them to come see how to grow vegetables in small spaces, in pallets? They called them Promise Pallets. They started them at Grow Club and moved them to their homes. So not only did we get a chance for them to come and see, we're not weird, you know, you can come, you're gonna get a benefit out of this. And they're getting scripture and they're getting taught, but it gave us a chance to go to their house, be at their house and that kind of thing, and then to go back and check up with them. All right, man, anything else we can do for you? Now, Grow Club is all over Ashland, in the elementary school, in the prison, on the local community college campus, and in a community garden in the middle of town. That started changing everybody's perception about Central Baptist Church. It really opened things up. 
Send Relief has a ministry center in Ashland, and they are partnering with Hope Central to expand Grow Club into areas like bees and hydroponics. All you have to do is look across Central Baptist to see all of the second chances and second steps that God has given. Our church is not growing by leaps and bounds. However, I can look out on any given Sunday morning or Sunday evening, and I can see the 50 people or so that are there, and I can tell you what each one of them are doing as their work for God. Show them how to plant boxes or make a pallet garden. That's always an option. Like, you know, some people don't have yards. Amber is now on staff at Hope Central as the project director. Amber's story is not unique, I don't think in any way, but the fact that she's overcome so much and she's such a strong person, and we're friends. I mean, she has become a very, very dear friend. I've totally changed from the way I used to be. I feel like I'm a whole new person, you know, because I accepted Jesus into my life. But the reality is we're a stepping stone and this is a stepping stone process. And, and we're taking people from a place where maybe they don't know anything about Jesus. And we're giving them something tangible that they can kind of sink their teeth into. Hope Central, Grow Club, Promise Pallets. All that they do is about meeting a need, building a relationship, and changing lives. It's cool to see that their love be kindled and kindled because you brought them in because you had something that, that they wanted to learn or they wanted to eat or whatever. I'm trying to tell them about Jesus. Whatever gets their attention, that's fine. And I can't compete with the world. I'm not as exciting as the world, but I can give them what they don't have and what they don't have is Jesus. This has been Stories of Hope from Send Relief. Episode 12, Second Chances and Second Steps. To learn more about Hope Central, Grow Club, and the Ashland Send Relief Center, go to sendrelief.org. If you enjoyed this episode of Stories of Hope, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help other people find us and hopefully enjoy it too. And join us in two weeks for another episode of Stories of Hope. 